Um, oh, go ahead and run with it, bud. So, welcome to the Human Dads Podcast. Yeah, do it good. Do it good. Don't I am. I'm doing it good bum- right now. Do it good. Don't bumble okay. through this. You came in. Listen, I'm Jason came in so good last week. It was off of one of the edits. He came in hard like, this is your boy, baseball do. I did. I like I'm going to take it seriously. That. I'm going to take it seriously. Welcome to the Human Dads Podcast. You are joined by Brad and Rylan, a couple of human dads. I'm Jason. We're really excited tonight. It's Monday. We're uh, getting the week started right with you. And uh, we can't wait to talk about a few dad topics today. A couple things we're going to cover. Uh, pizza. Good or not? Dad fashion. Cargo shorts? I don't know. Uh, sports. Do we like sports? Anyway, hit that intro, Brad. Human dads. Human dads. Human dads. Human dads. I'm not going to lie. You could have done a lot better. Human dads. Human dads. Human dads. Human dads. I got to tell you all a story right after the intro. Real quick one. Human dads. 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 Get up off your ass. Human dads. for the Human Dads Podcast. We should get J-Red in here sometime. My brother? Yeah, like to talk about that thing he does. I've seen him pop up on TikTok more and more, and damn it, if he's not cool as shit, man. A couple things. A couple things. Rye, you see him on Instagram. You've bought records off of him because that's where he's really big. But he oh, really? doesn't do. I don't see him much on IG lately. But I did. I bought a uh, a used copy of Rolling Stones. At some girls. Well, on on Jay the uh, on the Instagram, I think he's up to like ninety thousand, maybe a hundred thousand followers, and wow. uh, uh, probably I I don't know what he's doing on TikTok. I know he does the TikTok lives mainly. Yeah. Uh, and he'll chit chat and he's making his he's making his apologize i wasn't following him on ig my bad uh he's making the uh he's gotten to the point in his game where he's making like the podcast rounds you know what i'm saying yeah we should get him on i i i don't know if he could do this particular setup because i've talked to him about Uh doing something before um but surely I, i could teach him uh, shortly thereafter. What is it that you want to talk to him about? I, I just think it would be cool if we had a show where he could like play some music and just like talk about what he's into. Because, man, it is really, it's really cool to me. It is very cool. I think it'd be a real quick way to get our episode pulled. But, you know, oh, that, right. that, uh, he, that, he, there's a, there's a certain amount you can play, right? Yeah, like, or I think if you play you, two bars. 
and I don't know if you can um, if you can turn if you talk over it how much longer you can go before the algorithms find it. You know, um, I'm sure there's some nuances there. Plus, well, how does Dave Lane do what he does? He's not he doesn't have like mechanical licensing for all that stuff. He's um, got a downloadable podcast. Yeah, I suppose so he, he does. There's a needle. There's a needle to be threaded somewhere there. I'm not saying I have the time or desire to figure it out, but it's a gray area. One, uh, he could certainly because we have the the ability to broadcast live to multiple locations. So maybe it doesn't get recorded, but it does stream. Uh, we could certainly do that. But he does have somewhere in the neighborhood of five, 6,000 records now. And he's very into finding something he likes, researching, digging, figuring out every single... Like, he'll read the jacket and then go on all kinds of... Uh, to go see who played bass on the other record, because they played bass on this record and vice versa. I'm fast. I wish I had the time to... He he'll he'll rabbit thing. hole on you. He will yeah. rabbit hole on you. Uh, but yeah, he's he's uh, doing great, doing great. Let's make that happen. Um, the st- quick story I was going to tell you was, uh, you know, every once in a while, I feel like I was very early on board with uh, with Chat GPT because I f- I thought it was fun and interesting, and I used it a lot for fun, just for stupid shit. Um, one of the things I swear this I do this like once every six months. I'll pop into Chat GPT. I'll mess around for five minutes, and I'll end up doing a, "Hey, pretend you're a producer for a dad podcast. Give me some ideas for segments for the podcast. They should be funny and uh, interesting, or some some prompt like that." And man, I guess Chat GPT and I have different thoughts about what's funny would you care to share some of the chat jippet uh suggestions well one of the suggestions was a discussion about dad fashion trends including the hawaiian shirt and the cargo shorts there was like a dad olympic topic which is like we do a competition where we go around and like rake the leaves and and uh, and change out the air filter on on the AC <laughs> stuff like that. I'm vaguely. Did you read a list of some of these? I to think us from I did. A previous iteration, maybe like a year long, like a longish time ago. Yeah, I think I did because I when I pulled it up, it looked really familiar. I don't remember. Uh, the leaf breaking or air filter changing event because that piques my interest. But I do remember the uh, the dad fashion topic. There was a real dad quick, joke of real the week. quick, real quick, real quick. Tell me your AC filter size right now, Ryland. Go. Um, twenty five by twenty by one. Jace, uh, mine's unique, man. My I have to order mine special. It's a brand new AC. I just have it on order. I don't mess with it. It's expensive. It's like an accordion looking this, thing, Brad. Are you I don't know. This? I don't know, guys. I don't know. Do you have the four inch, the big four inch thick one? Uh, something like that. It looks like an accordion. That's what it looks like. What it, do they it call that? Like your the, traditional the filter. Yeah, it's called like the media filter or something like that, right? Yeah. You, have you heard this term? Like no, that. I'm not advanced enough for that. I'm just over here with my little one inch thick 
uh, Amazon replacement level bullshit. Speaking of, everybody call their wife into the room real quick, and we're going to do a little newlywed game. I, I was joking. I, but I did see some, some Instagram content. That's and not at all how you pronounce content. <laughs> In fact. It's the worst. It's the worst, by the way. Did you uh, catch how last week, real quick, uh, 10 seconds aside, uh, Jason kept saying fecal? I did. So now so I'm, and, so, and so not. I keep. I'm sorry, Brad. And I keep hearing now. So now I, in my head, I keep hearing Method Man saying "fecal." <laughs> <laughs> Can't uh, get it out of there. Instagram, the worst of the content creating mediums by far. Yeah. Uh, but I did get sent one, and it was a husband and a wife standing in front of the camera, and the husband is quizzing the wife. What do you do if the carbon monoxide filters go off? Do you, does anybody have an answer? What What would you do if the carbon monoxide filter started to go off? Call the fire department and leave the house? Yeah, okay. leave the house, no question. Uh, I think that's a great suggestion. I think that's what she suggested, and I think he kind of laughed at her. I don't know, don't remember his full answer. Although, I was thinking, you know what I would do if the carbon monoxide filter started to go off? Well, yeah, what I would do, I would check to see if I had any... Um, any pilot lights that weren't lit in my gas shit, right? Yeah. I'd do, I do, do even worse than that. I'd walk right to where it's going off, pull the and thing and pull the thing out of the wall, <laughs> start reading the codes, see if it's got a battery problem. I would just be all up you, in the carbon monoxide if it was actual carbon you, monoxide. You wouldn't even open a door or crack a window. Before <laughs> no, you did I'd that. just walk right to it, and I'd be trying to figure out, is this, uh, do, the, do they have like the 10-year expiration on them like the fire alarms do? Does it need batteries? And by the time I get it figured out, I'm just going to, right there. It, will, it will probably stop alarming by the time you figure it out though too well, to him it will for sure because his eyelids will slowly close it'll just get really slow <laughs> the beeping just yeah. gradually slows down the knees will start to wobble as he goes to sleep forever you know i just i don't think our houses are granted none of us have a new enough house to where it's so airtight that it would really be an imminent danger i bet i mean maybe maybe a really new house with all the new windows and new everything and the you know, insulation sprayed in the walls and all that. Maybe it's a different story, but if, yeah, if I was home alone, if, if I was home, I would start to think about a few things. Am I on the right track though, that, uh, that gas, an unignited gas leak might be part of the equation or did I just pull that out of my ass? I don't even know. I, I tend to agree with you because the one instance where I've heard where somebody was in a particularly dangerous carbon monoxide situation was, when Molly's mom was still living uh, on her own at her house, I think she had to get the heater fixed. And when he went up there, he was like, this is just a carbon monoxide leak. I'm shutting this off. We've got portable heaters that will loan you overnight so you're not cold. And they put them in her high volume areas like living room, kitchen, and bedroom and set her up that way but basically unplugged her heater to where it could no longer circulate because the concern was that there was a carbon monoxide situation well, having with, with the way her furnace was like okay. uh, in their upstairs attic that's what i was just about to say because it wouldn't just be if you went and you didn't have a pilot light in your furnace well then that's just straight natural gas that's mm -hmm. not going to create 
carbon monoxide. That's a gas unto itself. So for there to be carbon monoxide, the implication is that there's some kind of burn that's happening, but it's not burning the right way. And the it's producing carbon monoxide. Now, I don't think I have the intelligence level to be able to say, oh, it's burning wrong or whatever, but I would go look to see if it looked normal. Yeah. I do guess, you at least. do you both know how to immediately shut off the water to your home, and do you have said yes. tools oh, yeah. that you need to do so? Absolutely, sure I've, do. done it, I've done it before. What was that for? Um, and was it this house? Yeah, I think it was like a, a damn. What was that for? There was something going on that required me to turn it off and turn it back on immediately. And it was my boy Ramon was involved. I can tell you that much. Your boy Ramon was involved? Yeah. Oh, he go. maybe he had to They're access something that he, he wanted water shut off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing like the shower or something and needed to turn the... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Anything where you got to replace a valve. I've had um, shower cartridges or just a, maybe a valve that wasn't fully closing behind a toilet or under a sink i've gone out i've either gone out and shut it off because like say like a toilet valve just wouldn't close and it just was running 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 so i would turn it off until the plumber got there or just let him do it but yeah i do i have the little it's it's made out of welded rebar but it has the little the little prong at the bottom it actually is pretty cool, you know? And it kind of makes you feel like you're doing something when you do use you, that thing, you know? just have the yeah, lift the lid or do you mm-hmm. have to have the the key to lift the lid? Well, it's um it does have the the and what Brad is describing for the uninitiated listener is the plastic cover over the box where your water connection goes into your house. They have a little keyhole and these these tools that are meant to turn your water valve on and off your main water at the top end of them on the handle they have a little thing that's meant to go inside that little keyhole looking thing but if you don't have that you can use whatever you can just use a something like a chisel chisel or a piece of metal it's just something to lift the plastic up off of there yeah have you ever gotten down in the box and it was just really gross in there oh every time Hmm. yeah hold on a little more discerning then Hold on. Hold on. That never stops me. There's a job to Atta get boy. done, Jace. And when you got a job to do, you finish See, the job. See, my guy. My guy. You a big you a big uh, water box front yard guy, Jace? I'll get in the box now and then, yeah. If you got to get in there, you got to get in there. I do worry sometimes because... I was uh, having to test the box not too long ago, yeah. and the problem when you get down there and it's all dark and you can't quite see what you're doing and it hasn't mm-hmm. necessarily been well-maintained, the problem when no light gets down there, a lot of those uh, meters, talking about the uh-huh. water meter in the box yeah, there, of course. are right. solar-powered, so you have to leave the lid off and kind of spread it open so that you could get the sun on the special <laughs> That seems like a, a a poor design choice, though. Okay. All right. We can't even have a conversation about turning your water off without you take. You know, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to the listener. I'm sorry to literally everybody. 
to sincerely, sincerely, everybody. Sincerely that everybody. reminds me. That topic reminds me that um, both of my kids listen to podcasts at night. They always have, and there's all these litany of kid podcasts that they listen to. Is there really? I think we've talked about this before, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm a little surprised. Sure. I mean, there's a handful of kid ones. There's a couple that are about history. There's like one that's like an ethics podcast. There's one called Brains On, which is just kind of random kid stuff. But they've also both leaned, started to lean into true crime podcasts a little bit, which I hope is not going too far afield. But neither of these two, if if anything's too rough, they're gonna opt out. That's just them They'll both. Bail. So I'm not I'm not too worried about that. But um, somewhere along the way. Well, Layla's old enough now. She has a, a phone phone. But Maya, you know, third grade, she's using, there's like an iPhone 8 or something up there, and all it has on it is the podcast app, basically, and I think a music app. Um, and oh, no. somewhere along the way, it got logged in with my oh, no. Apple ID instead of hers, and then I went and changed it, but oh, I never really no. kind of went back and looked. And she told me uh, a couple of days ago, she's like, hey, Dad. no. Last night I w- woke up in the middle of the night, and your human dad's podcast was playing. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, let me let me change that. Let me take care of that for you." So I went in there today. <laughs> I went in there today, and I basically I had to unsubscribe her from all of my podcasts from whenever I've the last whenever I changed the ID, which was probably a, a two years ago. So it was us. It was it's just banter. It was. Uh, Burt Kreischer, Two Bears, One Cave, or whatever. <laughs> Bill Burr was on there. I don't really listen to him much. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, fresh Air, you know, a few random things. <laughs> I'm like, she doesn't care about any of this shit. She's like, hey, Dad, I think Jace is real talented. He's great. He's yeah, something. she told me you were the funniest one, for sure. He's He's got something. I'll tell you what. I was listening I to... I don't remember what it was, but I was kind of skipping through last week's show, and... Whatever you did, some shit, and I laughed out loud. And I don't remember what it was, but I'm just here to tell you and all the re- and all eleven of our listeners, it, it was funny, and I support it. Every time I listen to the show, I think of d- that video of Dan uh, on the airplane next to his wife with his headphones on, just giggling, just giggling nonstop as he's riding on that airplane to himself, listening to Human Dads, and that makes me happy. That makes us all worth it. I uh, just now became aware that that tweet existed like a day ago. Oh, I didn't uh, even know. And I reposted it for for the masses. Twitter's so bad now. Like I, I yeah. didn't even, that didn't even come across my situation. Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea, and I I felt no, I badly com- I about it. I completely missed, but I, I appreciate that. You know, about ten years ago, someone texted or d. What do you do when you? tweet when you dm somebody on twitter is it just a dm yeah, yeah. D- d- it's a someone XM. someone hit me up and said that he said he was listening to our old mavs podcast and i was i never oh. forgot that because when someone who's actually good at this is listening to your bullshit yeah. it's awful you'd never forget it so yeah. we're just surrounded by a lot of really nice people that's mm-hmm. honestly what i think it is i i don't think it has anything to do with how good we are to do a podcast about podcasts, you mentioned Two Bears, One Cave. They had a bit not so long ago where Bert was talking about, uh, <laughs> you know how he'll get like giggly and laughing at himself and like can't control it? 
and he had the uh, bit where he was, where he like came to a realization that he would. His joke, not mine. Okay, um, okay we're not we're probably not in the same disclaimer. space. But you want to pre-apologize? He, yeah, he had the joke that he, the realization that he would sooner hit his wife before he would cheat on her. I'm going to go ahead and say not me. I'll do the opposite. Because then, like, I mean, at least we both... On its face, it's it's like really dark, right? Obviously. But then when you let yourself think about it, you're like, well, I mean, either are blowing up your life, right? Either one are awful with horrible results, and either one lead to all of these, like, fractures in your relationship that, by the way... Tons of people on, on each side of these stay together and try to work out their relationships as unhealthy as they might be. But, like, they couldn't control themselves. And just as they they <laughs> they kind of are bringing it back, Tom is like, so, so you think you would close fist or open hand? <laughs> in person. I've never slapped anybody in my life. Of course I'd punch her. God, <laughs> Jesus! It was horrible, but I cry laughed, and I didn't feel good about it. I, I really didn't. I, I did not feel good about it, but I do think it, it was a, a a dark little thought experiment of if you were horrible, like what kind of horrible are you, and and which one is less harmful? If you had okay. to rank, oh, cheat cheating by far, yeah. cheating by far is less harmful. Yeah, like, because but it, because like on a one to one ratio. Yeah, on a one to even on a one to many ratio. Because yeah, of course you know um, being uh, infidelity, being infidelitous, being an infidel is, is hurt. Is being an infidel, <laughs> as it were, is it's hurtful to your spouse for sure. But it is in most cases, and it's also very reasonable to view it from the standpoint of the cheater that they were wrapped up in going to gain pleasure they were going to acquire pleasure even so if it your, hurts it's, someone the hurt the hurt is a consequence but the pleasure is the is the goal there's some someone, positive hurting feelings the, hurting the person is the goal period. what if you enjoy punching your wife then then that's i, I can't I, get i, I don't I, understand hold on. that thought process you don't just we don't have that. We don't talking do that through kinda. that. You just let him sit with it for a sec, right? You don't just no, rationalize don't it. No, no, that's what you do. It's not what I do. <laughs> no, but if we all did everything the same, it wouldn't be an interesting show. All right, let me ask you a question. A hypothetical related. My kids are playing their like 800th hour of Nintendo Switch Golf. By the way, right now. By the way, let's not say, in on either one of these. I'm not. Let's not say, in no, I, me neither. But if I had to pick one, I'm going to cheat a thousand times out of a thousand. A well, yeah, because there's at least something that's that like, yeah, there's at it's least fun. something in there that like feels good, right? Right. I'm not hitting. I'm not hitting. I'm not hitting anybody. I haven't hit anybody since the fifth grade. I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to start now. The other part of it. What if you do hit somebody and you hurt your own hand? Like, <laughs> especially oh, a female. Yeah. All right. All right. What if? What if? <laughs> Sure glad I unsubscribed Maya from this just in the nick of time. What if you're, let's say that you, um, you have a home invasion situation, okay? 
Are you nude? And that's a good. I question. might be. Uh, in this scenario, wait a minute. Also, I'd yes, like to. I'd nude. like to step back. One, I need you to be louder. And two, uh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. are you invading or are you being invaded? No, someone's invading your home. Okay, so you're definitely nude. Yeah, you're you're nude in this case. Yeah, because you're home. Okay. Yeah. So, home invaded. They catch you off guard. You're sleeping nude, obviously. And you catch them you, off guard. You and your wife are tied up. You're still nude. Wife not nude. And Wait a minute, how did we get tied up? They tie you up. That's part of the invasion. Is they they a one or the, it's a team? Multiple. This is an elaborate invasion. It's not a Have smash and grab. Right. It's an elaborate. This is intentional. And you'll find out even okay. more. It's super intentional. So we so, got Brad Pitt, Matt Damone, sure. Don Cheadle, all, all invading my there. home. And okay. they go, here's the deal. <laughs> they go, here's the deal. The world uh-huh. is going to end. The okay. world will end. The entire world will end. Sure. It, if you don't just beat the shit out of your wife right now. You mean the entire world? Like it just the, the world entire just world ends. The, Bro, the if I had a button world. to push, if I could push a button right now, I would just push it. Jeez like, Louise. No one would. It, we all suffer the same painless end, and no. it's over, and I don't we're know all good, that. and if you believe in something else, then you get that, and, and it's great, and if you don't, then at least no one's sad or sick or dying or hungry or poor anymore, and I to mean, me, I would like to take a nap, so... Yeah, sure. Yeah, to me, I think we're having the LeBron Jordan debate. I I don't agree with Rylan, but I'm not here to tell him he's wrong. Like, yeah, in the world, right? Because here's my thought: if something like that happens in our situation, that turns out to be like horribly traumatic and everything, I'm going full Kaiser Soze. Like, I'm going to be the only one bearing this burden. Everybody that lives with me that had to deal with the trauma, including the invaders, are all dying. So that they don't so, have to live with it going forward. God, that is so dark. God. Dude, I'm, I, I'll am i tell you what I'm doing. Somebody's got to stay around to do I'm the paperwork s- and everything. I'm probably starting with leg kicks, and then I'll go uppercut, <laughs> probably a one-two to the eye. And then I'm, going, I'm working the body. I'm working the body till she goes down. And then that's it. That's what I'm doing. I'm starting with leg kick. He's thought through. Hold on. Are He's you been talking about UFC? Yeah, I was going to say. Are you, talking, yeah. are you talking about the UFC approach that you're going to wear her, wear out her stamina? At least yeah, get her I, one of those sparring helmets first before you get going taking, on this. I'm taking please. the base out, so I'm going legs first, and then I'm, I'm I'll probably one two to the you okay. know to the chin. See how strong Let's the just, chin is. Yeah, I'm just going to remove all doubt here. If you're going, if Jason and I are both bigger guys. Okay. If you're if you're going to what were your, what was the <laughs> term you use beat the shit out of somebody? Oh my god. Or you have to knock them out. I think I'm like I'm <laughs> going right for the head like just to be merciful. No, why are you be, why are yeah. you making sure she can't jab first? I don't understand. <laughs> like why are you trying to establish the pace of the fight first? Defense well, wins championships. It's true, dude. I'm a defensive fighter. That's what I do. I, I'm going to counter. Okay, but in this instance, it, they didn't say, hey. You, <laughs> I'm just surprised you both would just 
doom the entire world because you're not man enough to beat up your wife. I would not There's... doom the entire world, I, just my family, so that they wouldn't have to suffer with all of this. Oh, right. That's right. Brad. Brad's answer is that he's going to beat up his wife and then kill everyone in the room. Kill everyone in the room so no one has to deal with the aftermath. Yeah. God. What a... I don't... Can we cut all this out? No, this is the best segment we've ever done. I don't know about best, it but it's, it's, it's up there. I don't... I, I, all good things. I'm looking out and I see all good things here. I don't. What do you, what do you, what do you got for us this week, Brad? Yeah, Brad, how are you doing? I feel like, I feel like you come in hot most weeks. How are you doing? Oh, guys, I'm doing good. I'm tired. It's a Monday. A uh, couple things just to keep it in online content situation. Uh, Ryland's not going to like to hear this, but nostalgia oh, TikTok has just got a chokehold on me. And I don't know if Jace is there, but oh, yeah. uh, it's just unlike few things I've ever consumed in media. It's got an absolute chokehold on me, and I'm not a nostalgic guy. I'm really not. Yeah, okay? you are. You are now. You are now. Uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, it it does have a chokehold on me, but it more the more so than talking about like what what we see and like in that cool TikTok blah, 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 whatever. At what point do we think old becomes old? Like, mm. when you look you back a now... person or content? No, like, when you look back now, I don't think of 2008 as, like, all that long ago, right? We're saying 15, 15 years. years. And obviously, that, that what's old or, or what... When something looks dated, that dated that's going to be relative person to person, and I'm assuming age plays into it a lot, right? But now, when I look back at 2008, I didn't, at the time when I was living in 2008, or when I was living in 1998, think they were all that close together. But now, 42-year-old me in 2023, 98 and 2008 might as well have been consecutive years. Yeah. Like, they were... This is, this is fascinating that you brought this up. Because just today, I ran out to the store for an errand, and the Ray Joe I was listening to was talking about Rebecca De Mornay. She was in Risky Business. She was. And we were little. We were little when that came out. You know, I, I think I saw it on on TBS or something when I was, you know, in the '90s. But it came out in what '82, '83, whatever. But it occurred to me. That And I've noticed this not just from that discussion, but it's been happening more and more in the last several months where something will come up about an event or a pop culture thing in the past, and it's more and more becoming that something was damn near 40 years ago. 40 used to be a number that you looked up at like, like that's an age you're looking up at or an age you're looking over at. And now the number 40 is slowly turning into some shit you remember happening that many years ago. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's so now, it compresses, you realize how close 08 is to 98. 08's yeah. much closer to, 08's 50% closer to 98 than it is to now. Well, yeah, or 33%, you, it, depending on which direction you go. 08 and 98 are closer to, to each other than you know we are to 08 right now. Right. Obviously, mm -hmm. 
Uh, but it just like where does that window? The other part of it that got me thinking though is like technology wise. When did things start to look different to where, like when my kids see stuff that maybe came out in 95 or 2005 or 2008, like they can immediately tell. It already has that filter, it has that picture ratio on it that immediately like triggers them to like, this is old. When did... I'm going to say 2011, 2010, 2011 was when things started looking more like now because that was when... Everything pretty much went to 16 by 9 on TV. And there was – here's what's funny because my kids will will catch on to some old musical stuff, for example, sometimes or whatever else it is, and it will look really good. But then if you go to look at, say, I don't know, the 1995 NBA All-Star game, it looks like dog shit. Yeah. There's a, peri- there's a period of time, and it starts somewhere in the early 80s maybe even late 70s, and it really runs up until digital everything ubiquitous 15 years ago. Even early 2000, there are scenarios where early 2000s looks worse than 1972 because 1972 was on film and 2002 was on videotape. Yeah, that's another uh, great example there, though. When I was a kid, we thought we were watching, like, when we watched Seinfeld when we were teenagers, right? We thought we were watching, like, new television, right? It's NBC, Thursday nights. And in your mind, you weren't watching Seinfeld and thinking it looked anything like the Mary, Mary Tyler Moore show. Or anything like... Reality, uh What was that one show? exactly like it. Uh, Taxi. Uh, uh, what was the... Welcome back, Cotter. Uh, all of them. The I'm trying. I'm having a Three's Company. All the stuff that was on Nick at Night when we were kids around this same time. Those a shows. Four by th- a multi camera four by three shot on videotape. Those ca- those shows looked archaic. Like they looked ancient. When I was 15, watching Seinfeld. If you make me look at both of them right now, Seinfeld last night. <laughs> one was shot in '76, and Seinfeld was shot in like '77. Like, and you could tell me that, and I'd be like, yeah, it, it sure did. But at the time, while I was living through Seinfeld, I had no concept of that at all. Because you were seeing because you were seeing the first generation broadcast, and it still looked good, and it wasn't some shitty magnetic tape that got stored with no care before being digitized and degraded to dog shit. I mean, that's part of it, right? Yeah. It's like the media, at some point the, when the media became cheaper... The quality degraded faster, and we didn't get to where everything was digital automatically until, you know, 15 years ago, really. So there's a period of time in there where it just it the the the, the long term viability of it actually went down. Like it's I forget I, I wish I could remember what we were watching. Something came across the other day, and it was something music, and it had it was somewhere between 1967 and 1970, whatever, early 70s. I can't even remember. And my kids remarked on how good it looked, and I made a, and I that made me think of how you can't you can't even you can't wa- go look go find a highlight from uh, early early Dirk. It looks like shit. It it looked like shit when 21 TXA 21 was broadcasting it live. Yeah, live, yeah. It really looks like shit now because it's someone's third dinner, third generation VHS. Well, the the messed up part about it too, and I know this because I when I was younger, uh, 
I was my stepdad was really into John Wayne, so I watched every single John. Like if there's a John Wayne movie, I've seen it. Maybe I don't remember it. Maybe I can't tell you about it, but it, I, I've seen it at some point in time. And I turned on uh, uh, I can't even remember McClintock the other day, and Paramount Plus offers it on their streaming system or service now, and they've gone and they've taken all of that stuff and made it look like pristine. It looks like some sort of legacy film situation from a different world. Like, that's not how it looked when I was a kid. So that's messed up, right? Like, when I was a kid yeah. and I watched it on VHS with my stepdad when I was, like, nine years old. It looked old. It looked old, but even by yeah. old standards, it looked like they were, you know, using tin cans and string to put this whole thing together. But now it's like crystal clear, but still got all of that texture from how it used to look when I was younger, when it was a shittier version of itself. But now it's improved and it's a it's a little bit of a mind trip, but it was cool. I know you're not uh, supposed to like John Wayne anymore because he wasn't good. Uh, but uh, yeah, we can't. It was good, really. I mean, the, the, the list of people who were good is very short. Yeah, apparently he was, um, he 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 was he liked the whites a lot, right? Am I he correct? A, he apparently he was quite the uh, raging racist. Yeah, mm. Mm. and turns out not really a cowboy. Uh, well, no, of course not. I mean, actors aren't going to be cowboys. Not really at all, and actually kind of short. So, no, really, I thought he was an athlete. I thought he was. No, that was, was Chuck he? Connors. Never mind. No, Chuck Connors was. Look him up. Chuck Connors was drafted into some major sports league. I forget which one. NFL thinking. Jason, what do Not you sure got? Though. How are you? Are you? Do you got stuff? Stuff. Well, um, yeah. I got another I question I want to ask you guys. Okay, you could have just done that before you asked. That's a weird. Yeah. It's almost I like got, he yes, actually got in stuff. that position. I mean, yeah. God. Okay, but it's I only did that because it really seemed like you were struggling. He barely took a breath. <laughs> okay. It, it, you know, Ryland, it feels like he's trying to sabotage me. I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you at all, man. I, I can't. I can't do the I box can't thing again. His behavior. Do the box thing again. Do the box bit. Yeah, do the dark <laughs> clammy box thing again. God, <laughs> clammy. Oh, jeez. It's not a word that. She wants to hear. Go ahead. Ask your question. Ask me know, to answer it first, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Y'all know I've been doing the moving bit question, pursuant, whatever. Not talking mm -hmm. about moving, but it has made me think about the area writ large, Dallas, DFW. Mm -hmm. And in looking to move into the different parts, it, it's. I like to zoom out. I like to look at us mm -hmm. like I'm looking through a microscope and I see everything on a like a macro level. Like the 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 cities and towns that we all live in and we're surrounded by on the main hubs, like they all develop for a reason. Like it wasn't just kind of woof, one day people are living out here, one day people are living out there. Like this all came about with somebody's intention at some point in time. Is that is that right track? I know I'm being kind of airy I'm, here. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, we're with you. So it got me to thinking. 
Uh-huh. What is... I know people have talked about this before. We live in such a massive, sprawling area that, say you go out of town, obviously people always ask you about the Dallas Cowboys because you say you're from this area, right? You guys have mentioned that before. I, I don't travel. You guys are uh, George Clooney up in the air. You're always traveling. People oh, always, me? Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Going to conferences in jeans. I get it. Um. People ask you, and they mention the Dallas Cowboys. And if you're from where... This is the longest question you've ever asked, by the way. It's not a question. I'm going to get there. Okay? I'm just doing some stuttering right now. Thank you for the support. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, If you're from somewhere like Jason, right? Jason goes, and he's traveling in South Dakota. Oh, hey, good And they're like, where are you from? He's not going to say Garland. He's gonna say Dallas. Sure. I okay. usually say I usually say a suburb of Dallas. Yeah, that's usually what okay. I Fair enough. Yeah. In my mind, and I'm gonna use you two because you two are in front of me. I think if Jason says he's from Dallas, okay, and I I I, I have uh, beef to my I, I I got some meat on this bone as to I can explain some whys, okay? okay. But if Jason says he's from Dallas, I think it's fair play. Okay, I think okay. he should be able, and it it's acceptable behavior for me if Jason were to be out of town and he says he's from Dallas, even though he lives in Garland, Texas. Okay, I typically say the Dallas area. That's just the simplest way to communicate it. If Rylan lo- were to say he's from Dallas, just to shorthand it, I think he's wrong. I don't think oh, somebody oh, who lives where he lives oh, should be saying that they're from Dallas. You're, are you, this, where's the line? What county are you the in? Line. He's in Denton I County. Am, I am. I am. like. I'm like a mile from the Denton County line, but the line it borders Tarrant. But I spend fifty times more time in Dallas proper than Fort Worth. And I, I and I can't say I'm from Fort Worth because then people think you're from Fort Worth. I say the Dallas area. Okay, I think it's fair. I think it's a good explanation. I I will say the time spent in Dallas I do think is redeeming in that he does spend a lot of his call it uh, social time and his entertainment discretionary yeah time time in Dallas. His money. He's familiar with the city. He's a big Mavs a lot fan. Of money. Always in downtown. A lot of money. Uh, so that mm-hmm. part adds up, but I think when you say you're from Dallas, okay, I think that stops in like the immediate suburbs that touches Dallas. So like that's your on the west side, Irving. Start to get north. That's your uh, Richardson, Garland, East Side, Mesquite. North, I guess, where the kind of Plano and far north Dallas come together, I guess I'll give you part of Plano. But once you start getting out of that original shell, I think those people who started moving to those exact suburbs in that part they of the did sprawl, it to not they did it to say they weren't in Dallas. You're right. That's, but that was twenty that was twenty five, thirty five, and in some cases forty getting back to the damn near forty years ago topic. 40 plus years ago i came here to be near dallas this is just where i ended up buying a house i just want to be clear though 
people move to Richardson to get out of Dallas. People move to Garland to get out of Dallas. But everything that they were, quote unquote, getting away from in Dallas now exists in Richardson, now exists sure. in Garland. Like the sprawl Which means only. you have really good restaurants. Oh, now. boy, do we ever. Yeah. Yes. Another way to say that is so, that diversity is something that I think, and I, I don't want to be flippant or crass about this, but I think diversity, Jason and I have mentioned that we embrace that and really like that, which isn't to say Ryland doesn't. He just happens to live somewhere that's not all that diverse. And not, like he just said, he moved here to be close to Dallas, not to be away from something. He's from, when you say, like, where are you from? Nobody knows where the fuck Hamilton, Texas is. Like, so he, like, it almost makes sense if he says, oh, I'm from Hamilton, Texas. This is like two, out, two hours outside of Dallas. Everybody would be like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I get it. Because, like, it's two stop you have signs. To give a reference point people yeah. heard of. So, in, in that way, he kind of moved closer to it, right? Uh, but I think, you know, whether we want to acknowledge it or not, I, I've also looked at moving far out. I like the idea of if we were going to not live in Richardson, one of the things I would want is like an acre of land, maybe two acres of land. You can't get that living in within the sprawl you really got to get out there and when you get out there you're getting away from everybody right is that track and it's it's funny that you bring this up because i've been right here for 20 years basically night this is my 19th year in trophy club 22nd year first year in in this zip code and i obviously i've watched people who've stayed here the whole time and I've watched people who have come here and then moved. And there's a lot of people that are like, I want to move. And I'm not saying there's a lot of really good friends of mine, but there's a, there's people that move to Argyle and they're saying, I want to move to Argyle. I want more space. I want to move to Argyle. And they all are kind of cut from the same cultural cloth. There is, there is absolutely a, and maybe they, the ones I'm thinking of, maybe the handful of them I'm thinking of all went to the same college as me even. I There's something about saying you want to be apart from, they want to be close enough to get some of the opportunity economically, but they don't want to be in the urban area. And I'm that's all I'm going to say. I can't draw any more conclusions beyond that, but it is there are parallels you can draw, and it's typically culturally the same sort of person every time. And I'm not even saying that's negative. It's just that there are shared characteristics. Then you have the other angle of this is years ago when we were in and around just the Metroplex in general, you would occasionally run into people who would say, where's Trophy Club? Because it's small enough that not everybody knows where it is. And Courtney always used to say, well, it's just past South Lake. You know, it's just adjacent to South Lake. And sometime probably around 2015, 2016, gee, I mean, maybe 2016. I can't think why. We kind of were like, we're not going to say that anymore. <laughs> and, you know, Ryland lives it's really close a- to DFW Airport, too. So he can say We just DFW. say it's on, one, it's on 114 past the airport. You go through Grapevine, you go past South Lake. It's just right that same sort of general, 
you know, what else can we really say? You know? I've seen it said on the bird before, right? That if you fly into DFW to get home, then you can say you're from Dallas. But that's right. Well, I don't say that to you guys, but to people that are from the outside world, yeah, of course. Dallas area. I just say Dallas. I mean, area. you are flying into DFW to get home to Terrell, and I mean that's stretching it though. No disrespect to Jamie Fox. Mm, Terrell's Weatherford. Dog. Terrell's wonderful. Man, no, I had a drug addict not. cousin living in Weatherford. It's you can't count Weatherford. Wonderful town. It's a, Why are you shaking your head no while you say that? It's a wonderful, wonderful town. He's shaking dice in his hand, like pretend dice. That There's so, not a large part of the population that still looks down on the other side of the population that happens to live on the wrong side of the railroad tracks, yeah, tracks quote unquote. Let um, me pose this to you, Brad. If you feel like I can't say I'm from Dallas, where should I say I'm from? I think you, like, I think, you know, it's, uh, let me bring it back to beer. A lot of the uh, European strongholds for beer get mad when we just start calling our attempt at making their style of beer. Because oftentimes, like, take Germany, for answer, for example. Like, Kolsch. So if you want to brew beer in Germany, it's not like starting a craft brewery here. I mean, it is now, but for the longest time, there was like all of these purity laws that were involved in making beer sure. in Germany, and like yeah, Germany has a thing with purity, doesn't? Yeah, don't they? that is ironic, isn't it? So, but you made beer that was of your place, right? It was of your place in in the land, and so I love Kolsch, and Kolsch is from Cologne, Germany, and. That's what they. That's the beer they make in that area for centuries, right? It's changed. They have had some bit of a beer revolution like us, but they think if they make beer and they call it Kolsch, and we make beer and call it Kolsch in Texas, a lot of them think we're insane. Now we could say we use similar ingredients, or we even order ingredients from Germany, have them imported, and then just make it here in Texas. But they would rather us say something like Kolsch inspired or based on Kolsch or Kolsch like. They don't want us to call it Kolsch. And so I think I'm kind of taking that approach in that I think you already do pretty well. You say Dallas area. The closest Thank place, you. yeah, Thank the you. closest place I'm from that you would know is Dallas. But I actually live about 15 miles northwest of, 20 miles northwest of what it, whatever it is. I'm still close That's enough. That's what to I do. I'm That's still why close I'm true enough to, to like I, you said. I'm acute. Yeah, I'm acutely aware of the difference. I'm know? I'm because close enough to still enjoy a lot of the great stuff about Dallas, but I definitely am in a suburb because I really do think. And you know, you're talking to somebody who grew up in Louisville. Like it was one of those. We got to be able to get out and we can't afford a house in, in Dallas. And, you know, it's getting older. We want a new house that we can afford. We're going to call our football team the Farmers just yeah. to make a point. Yeah. So we, you know, I I grew up 23 Man. miles outside of downtown Dallas. So, like, I'm not, I'm not trying <laughs> to, like, 
cape for Dallas so much. And, you know, there's a lot of people who would tell you Sunny Southside would tell you Richardson has no business saying they uh, are they they are Dallas. There are, there are people who live inside the loop, quote unquote, who would tell you you live in Richardson. You have no business claiming oh, Dallas. BS. And I kind of get it a little bit, but to the extent that I think you're still dealing with the same perks, positives, issues, and negatives, I think a lot of that still exists in Richardson in the same way it does in Dallas. And I think a lot of the people who, as you get further out, are looking to ex escape the things that we actually like here. Like they oh, see them sure. as, yeah. as negatives. And so in it that... Was, Getting back to what I said five minutes ago, it blows my mind that there are people who are here that think there is something here that they want to escape. I kind of, I'm like, what are you thinking? Well, there's a highway. I get it. Ugh. You're still a highway it, town. Ugh. Like you I are out up, there, but yeah. I, I, but where I grew up, it's like everything that you're trying to get away from is absolutely what provides the, the, any level of economic opportunity, right? So, like, maybe it's, it's like, that uh, blue it's twenty-two. Just, it's very, it, the whole process is could be when well, you spend a lot of time there. I didn't I, hear. That, could you say is that, that for related me? to Emmett Smith somehow, Ryland? You would know. No, there's, isn't no, it kind of no, weird no. that it's I, like a cowboy themed bar called Blue Twenty Two? I think they just were. It sounded good, and they went with a font and a color and mm. you know i think they you are know, you saying I, i've actually never had food there i've drank beer there a handful of times are you are cool. you saying you think it's exploitative of our our man deuce deuce that i've yeah you know not to brag oh, here we go here shared we go. shared a plane flight with him in first class yeah i just feel like maybe emit should have gotten a portion of that i'm sorry how'd you pronounce that it's a cool Emit. spot though they have that nice little lawn out front. I like TC, man. Do you want to know why that lawn exists? Do you want to know why that lawn exists? Yeah, I do. I hope. Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoa! Ladies and gentlemen, we have an announcement that we have been holding back. Uh, parts of the 817 are about to be thrilled. Far northern Denton County. Look at him brushing his shoulders Give it off. up for Literally your guy. Brushing his he, shoulders is a, off. he is a, the, uh, the PNZ king, the Facebook club, trophy club uh, champ of the day. He is ready to announce that he is running for office again. There are going to be entire common area is a result of a reworking of the footprint of that commercial portion of that mixed use development that I absolutely influenced and recommended and suggested in the fall of 2015. I mean, the, the development of that entire uh, that entire area could be a podcast unto itself. Because I don't know of the that controversy it, could. it created. No, it could. Not for it could. not for our audience. No, it not could. for our audience. Yeah. Let's do it. But just no, 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 no. Just to net it out, is that Why the initial site plan? The initial site plan for that uh, commercial area was literally uh, strip retail. You know what I'm saying when I say strip retail? I do. Right. Explain Under explain to Jason what mixed use means real quick because the way yeah. mixed he, use means re mixed use means retail and residential in the same place. Yeah, the way he shot his eyes, I don't know. It wasn't a very garland. Did he think 
Okay. Yeah. Wasn't a very Garland way to be looking at things, if you ask me. <laughs> initially, okay. Initially I'm the, the king of was... diversity. Hold, hold on. I'm the king. I am the only one on this show that embraces diversity like like a like a a D champion. I only eat at restaurants that are owned by minorities. <laughs> <laughs> Only, only eat at restaurants. Yeah, that minorities. entire, the entire, oh. that entire common area that exists off the patios of that cluster of buildings where the restaurants face. That's hundred and ten percent my idea. Period. End of story. I told the. I don't want to belabor the, the how obviously we, yeah we went through to... an intermediate we went through the guy who was developing the apartments to convince mm-hmm. the master developer that it was his idea because of you know ego politics whatever but like they were getting ready to there was a portion of that development that was highly unpopular the retail portion was poorly designed in terms of aesthetics and just you know the square footage didn't match the demo you know the the market really at all it was overbuilt and so we went in and reworked it. The guy that was developing the apartments came in and said, hey, I'm going to break ground on these apartments ASAP. He was like, if you guys want to influence the look of the overall development, now's the time. We sat down with him. Uh, this was when I was on council. His name's Mike Pasilio, North American Properties. Thank you. And Shout out, Mike. He Shout can, out, Mike. He, we gave him our, our feedback. Smart guy. We gave him our Good feedback, guy. and he carried it up to – to Scott Beck, who, if you Google Scott Beck, you'll find Scott a Beck. lot of drama and soap soap opera shit. Mm-hmm. Midtown Dallas is his latest, yep. most recent. Got a soap hog opera. though. Got a hog. Will Willonsky wrote a million you stories jog. about how they they screwed up Valley View Mall redevelopment or whatever. But anyway, we basically told Mike, "This is what it should look like." Make Scott think it's his idea. Oh, and he did, and yeah. we we basically said instead of having these monolithic strip retail centers center it where there's like four buildings that are kind of concentric and there's a common area in the middle and make that uh you know uh, some type of uh, urban park setting not really but it's privately owned by the development and it's just a common area for people to mill around and yeah and the and the the restaurants that can be there they have they'll all have patios that face that and yeah i'm sitting here as the guy who never takes credit for shit to tell you that 8 years ago 110% that was my idea well i Shut just hope down, you dude. took note jason that yeah that if we do run out of like some momentum or we don't know what to say next just bring up blue 22 and uh, apparently we could get a little trophy club modern day recent history as it pertains to mixed use space development. So I will give a hat tip to Garrett Reed, CEO of Lane's. Obviously, fingers, Garrett Reed. But, dude, I mean, dude. it was mostly me. Another guy. Mixed, mixed use means that, like, uh, Drake can go, right? It means that uh, it means that Trophy Club really didn't want multifamily, and I I do understand why, but I also stand understand why people wanted it. Um, but it, that's, it also that's means you live in Trophy Club because you don't want to live in Dallas. Uh, exactly, which is when the nature. Are, and I, res- when I respect you are that. Not I'm pro ext- multifamily. I'm extremely respectful of that. Not in right? my because, backyard. Well, and that you know, I'm not so much on that. Don't Dallas right? my but Trophy there's, Club. There's levels to this. There's levels to this, and you just want to make 
an optimal arrangement given the resources that you have as a city as it relates to how much property do you have on frontage that you can Obviously. develop commercially. So anyway, I don't want to beat – nobody wants to hear this shit. Uh, Jason, could you give me a 15-second bidet review? Oh, man. Yes. Uh, get get the one that warms the water because you're going to want your b-hole to get a warm blast. Although I will but say... don't you have to get the plumber involved at that point? It, it's so easy. It's so easy. They make it so easy. And to be... Because it hooks up to your sink line. It goes over to the sink line. It, it doesn't even require uh, electricity. Are you saying when I wash my hands now, I'm going to be using poo water yeah use this butthole water that's right You're, yep yeah but to make that but to make that a smooth transition your sink needs to be on the same wall as your toilet like mine are it on helps. opposite walls so yeah wouldn't be able i wouldn't it, yeah it'd be harder is this gonna contaminate my pot filler water <laughs> well yeah but you want that you want that you have a pot filler wait a minute you have a pot filler in his bathroom you cooking in the bathroom? No. Wait a minute. If you have a pot filler, then y'all need to take back all the shit you're giving me about yeah, I don't, I, like never, I'm rich. I've never even been in a house that has a pot filler. True story. Never seen one in real well, life. Le- except Brad's. Apparently he has one. I don't have a pot filler. It. I honestly oh, okay. don't. But I've definitely been in a house in Richardson that I've, has a pot I've, filler. I've, I've wondered what it would take to put in a pot filler because our, our stove shares a wall on the other side is our guest bathroom and i've always thought you could do See, it you're definitely yeah. filling your pots with poo water then but no there's like there's the you know the lines they split you know it's not all the poo goes down the water comes up i don't know if you're it's a plumber physics. i don't I'm know a, no not a plumber uh for brad for rylan for jason we are human dads tell your mom to listen bring the bread a- keep it tight go to arby's now jace six so you, you had something to say there. What other restaurants are right there next to Blue Twenty Two? Because that's the only one I've been to. Well, you're not. Well, next week. Tell your mom the recording. to listen. Tell your mom to listen. Don't talk about Blue Twenty Two anymore, please. Well, we got to let There's other ones over there. Build up. There are some other restaurants over there, though. We got to let some silence good? build up. Just let some silence build up. There's Anamias. Oh yeah, I mean, that's a, there's a social oak. There's a social. There's a social oak. Okay, I have not tried that. They got a Panda Express. Is, is owned by a guy named Vin Lee. Who, they got that we, banana place over we there. We don't know him that well, but we know we have a bunch of mutual friends. And when he was at a big Halloween party, like eight nine years ago, and we first met him, we all called him Vietnamese Corby. 